The Lunar New Year's holiday is over and we came back to the grinds today. Uh, during the holidays, it's not hard to imagine that many people uh, we've uh, renewed that were New Year's resolutions and became determined to start fresh starting today. And the day after the holidays, uh, but now uh, that day is upon us. <laughs> it's so cold, it's just uh, time to get back to work, isn't it, after the holidays? It was a long trip, and it was a long family reunion. Sound familiar? With most things, it's best to get started the moment we make up our minds. But there's always that part of us that really uh, is good at making excuses, right? Uh, Whether it's, I don't feel so good today. Or I'm not emotionally ready yet. Or it's just simply too cold right now. What difference would a few days make, right? Or maybe, but it's Wednesday and I'll start. Maybe Monday. (laughs) But we also know there will be a fresh set of excuses come Monday, right? And that's why starting is so important. Well, we're starting right on time as usual. I'm Kim Joan and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park, and I'm Kim Johan. We started today's show off with Kao and his song Start Over. Shijak. Well, uh, how was your summer holiday, everyone? Uh, did you have a lot of great foods to eat? Uh, and did you get a chance to spend some quality time with your family? Hmm. Well, for me personally, um, I actually worked, yes. Um, I had a little bit of small construction to do and um, for my studio, and I realized that everyone in the building goes home. So what better time to actually break some concrete and make a lot of noise when nobody's around, right? Yeah, but um, the thing about the holidays is no matter how long it is, it just never feels long enough, right? I'm not even finished off my work yet. <laughs> and getting back to work after a break can actually be a little more tiring. But hopefully these next two hours will help you feel more rested and more at home. But first, uh, let me try to do this uh, global roll call thing for the first time. Uh, all right, guys, uh, tell me where you're at and what you're doing right now. And uh, you're t- if you're tuned, I know you're tuned into One Fine Day right now. Uh, you can tell me which songs you would like to listen to. Uh, you can share your sayander stories and anecdotes about anything and everything. And nothing too trivial, right? <laughs> anything goes. So you can send in your messages on Kong, right, on various message boards on OFD's website at world.kbs.co.kr. Or you can leave a comment on the latest post on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com slash English KBS. Also, if you have a Korean phone number, you can also send a text at sharp8150 and it's uh, 51 per SMS and uh, 101 per MMS. All right, in part two of our show, we're going to take a little trip back in time with OFD's Wednesday segment, Gaio Top 10. And I hope you're as excited as I am about this. Uh, but for now, I'll be back with that roll call after the song from BTS. It's called Permission to Dance. It's the thought of being young When your heart's just like a drum Beating louder with nowhere to guard it When it all seems like it's wrong Sing along to Elton John And to that feeling with the steady star One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, where it's currently 5.20 as we speak. And the weather here today is cold. Ooh, yeah, it's minus 7. And actually, early in the morning, it was minus 17. Oof. Yeah, I was up pretty late. Right now, I'm talking to you in the studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yoido's Hall. So, uh, where are you guys at? It's the global roll call, and if you will, 
It's a chance for me to find out where in the world all of you listeners are and what you're up to right now. Aside from listening to me or, you know, oh, oh, the radio. Where yet? All right, so we have Forever Lena. It says, Johannim, 안녕하세요. It's a little late, but Happy New Year and thank you for uh, starting 2023 with us. It's so cold, so please be careful not to catch cold. Thank you very much. Uh, Happy New Year to you. Uh, it's so cold that um, I have to sing next week and I'm just a little worried because it's just uh, a little too cold and dry. All right, we have Joy Joy. And the last message I wrote here was from Jeju. But the good days are over. I'm back at the office now. Ha ha ha. I left my heart in Jeju though. Yeah. Uh, Jeju though. Jeju though. That sounds pretty good. Well, you know, that's what a vacation is about. And those good memories, I hope you can keep them with you as long as you can. All right, we have Alicia. Why? Happy New Year. Tomorrow is Australia Day, a national public holiday here, so I'll be taking Friday and next Monday off too for a short trip to Queensland with my friends. Was supposed to get a half day at work today, but ended up working the full day due to sheer amount of work I have to finish before I leave. Well, we do have our things that we have to do, right? But just think about all that good time you'll be having in Queensland, right? <laughs> and uh, let's take a look at some song requests. All right. Uh, Amir Jamil uh, says, Hi, Lena Park and Joan Kim. Good noon. I am Amir Jamil from Pakistan. How are you? I am at my work now in university. Very cold and sunny here. How's the weather in Seoul? I said it's very, very, very cold. But actually, uh, it's not that bad. At least it's not raining, right? Uh, he wants to hear uh, The Fields by Twice. So that sounds great. And then we have The Blue Maniac. Uh, hello, DJ John. How are you? I hope you're fine and had a happy solal. Thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to request Chang'a's Sparkling. Uh, thank you, DJ Joan and PD님. <laughs> PD님, 감사합니다. I hope you have a nice day and stay warm. Uh, thank you very much. I hope you're warm too. All right, uh, let's go ahead and listen to these uh, two songs back to back right now. First up, we have Twice song, The Fields. And after that, let's listen to Chang'a's Sparkling. All right, we just heard Chang'a and her song Sparkling, and before that, it was Twice with The Feels. Oh, such nice, happy songs. <laughs> All right, I got some more messages to share with you. We have Love Minu. Uh, and the message says, I love solid. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> All right, we have uh, Chanes Park, and he actually re has an Instagram pic, and he put it up, and he said, that's a masterpiece. Uh, Solid's third album, right? Well, I have a story about that. Um, yeah, um, we actually took so many pictures, but the, uh, the guy who took the pictures got the exposure wrong, so we couldn't use any of the pictures so at the last minute um they're like man we need we we're, we're like late so we just had to just get out and just take some pictures so at the time when we took the pictures we were really disappointed <laughs> but it's just sort of funny that uh the album that actually did okay so i guess you know when you look at a picture long enough you get used to it so <laughs> takes me back all right, we have Yun Mijang and it says, 안녕하세요, DJ Joan님. It was a long holiday, but it went back, uh, went by too quickly. Seeing the album cover reminds me of the middle school days when I used to exchange magazine cutouts with my friends. Yeah, they called that the bromide, right? <laughs> One friend would always take uh, extra care to cut out the pictures of solid without any tears. <laughs> back then, even printed pictures were so precious. I hope you have a precious time on OFD this week. Yes, I'm having a, ba a, bl a blast. Really, really, really. And we have uh, Lur Tuoba All. Hello, DJ Johan. Happy Solar. How are you? I really love your voice. Oh, thank you very much. And I want to send a request by uh, Solid Into the Night. Wow. <laughs> uh, one of the recent songs, I would say. Thank you so much. Uh, have a nice day. Stay warm and healthy. All right, uh, let's go ahead and listen to uh, that song right now. Here's Into the Light by Solid.
You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio, and I'm the special DJ of the week, Kim Joan. And I think she should make a remake of that song for about five minutes, don't you? <laughs> All right, uh, moving right along to some more messages. We have Gracie HY K33. Uh, hello, DJ Johan. It's good to hear from you through OFD. Actually, I would like to share uh, with you that I went to one of your concerts. So thank you. Uh, the one you did with Flight to the Sky back in the years. Yes, that was a little while ago. Mm, that was actually a nice, fun time, too. Uh, and we have tape. Uh, Tay P. Wern. Uh, hello, DJ Johan. I tuned in on OFD Monday and Tuesday uh, du- during the Lunar New Year and was pleasantly surprised to hear your beautiful voice. <laughs> Thank you. The way you project your voice on radio is amazing. Are you a radio DJ yourself? Um, I'm really excited to listen to your verse, uh, full first uh, live OFD show today. Yes, I'm excited too. It's um the first live show I've ever had, so it's actually really fun to be here. And I bet it's going to be a super-duper awesome show because we have our special guest, Liz, later during the Kayo Top 10. Wow, you know this show very well, don't you? (laughs) I can't wait. And we have JFK0123. I'm about to watch a movie. It's a horror movie called Megan, and I'm really excited. And when I think of Chuan-nim, I'm reminded of pizza. <laughs> so I want to request Uhyo's pizza. Wow, that's great. Pizza. Actually, maybe it's because I had a pizza pizza store. Huh? <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and listen to Uhyo and the song Pizza. Summer's been born without you. Empty talking entertainment. Been yawning every minute or so. They're different, but not entirely. Two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another. And upon closer inspection, one K-pop track and one non-K-pop track. It's Parallel Universe. Right today we're going to listen to two songs that share the title Bye Bye. Uh, first, we're going to listen to a K-pop song, Bye Bye by Red Velvet. Uh, this girl group made their debut back in 2014 with goals to be as strong and passionate like the color red, but also classic and soft like Velvet. Hmm, so nice. And their song, Bye Bye, was a part of their uh, mini-album entitled The Reve Festival 2022 Birthday, which was released last fall. And in the song, the protagonist bids farewell to a love and decided never to be swayed by love again. The song goes, it's that common story, never-ending story. You pushed, pulled, and sometimes burned. Because it's my love, because I'm special and I can't fall. With all my strength, I'm ending this love. I'm getting rid of you. Hmm. Pretty sad, huh? <laughs> and we have our next song. It's a non-K-pop uh, song. Uh, we'll be listening to Bye Bye by Filipino-American musician Jeremy Passion. Hailing from uh, San Francisco, this self-taught musician reportedly started playing piano at the age of four and was writing songs by the time he was 15. And he first found his fame on YouTube, but now he's a popular recording artist who has explored genres like acoustic pop and urban R&B. His song Bye Bye was released as a single in 2020, and here's what the artist had to say upon its release. It's hard for me to speak about my anxiety and could never eloquently express it, so I hope that this song not only tells my story, but also is reflective of yours. Hmm. So we've got one song saying bye to a toxic love, and then one song saying bye to anxiety, depression, shame, and fear. All right, let's go ahead and listen to Red Velvet's Bye Bye, and then Jeremy Passion's Bye Bye. Bye! 
songs we just heard were Red Velvet's Bye Bye and Jerry Passion's Bye Bye. Those were their parallel universe songs of the day. We're right, coming up in part two of OFD's version. Here we have a Kyle Top 10, so don't change the channel. All right, for now, I'll wrap up part one with the sh- of the show with Heijun uh, Mokma, Merry Go Round by Sokko uh, Domo, featuring Zion T and Onestein. <laughs> Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park, and I'm Kim Joan. And if you're just tuning in, I'm the special DJ of the week, filling in for DJ Lena until she gets back. And in just a moment, we're going to hop on a time machine and travel back in time to listen to some old Kayo, or for OFD's Wednesday segment, Kayo Top 10. So I'll be right back with Liz after this song break. Uh, let's listen to Daybreak's Trotanata. Love Actually, and after that we'll listen to Park Jae-bum and his song Choa. Upon a time, there were days when K-pop was simply known as Kyle. And back in those days, every Wednesday evening, every Korean music fan turned into KBS 2FM to watch their favorite singers perform on the legendary music chart program dub Kyle Top 10. It's not Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday, but it's way back Wednesday. And we're going to take a trip back in time to listen to some old K-pop music, a.k.a. Kyle. And joining me in the studio to guide us through this trip is our staff writer for uh, One Fine Day, Liz. How you doing? Hello. It's nice to see you again. Nice to see you again. Too. Yes, it's actually uh, really nice to actually have a time to have some time to spend with you and actually talk. Because mm-hmm. uh, we actually just met at parties. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not sober. I don't. Think. I know. I was like oh, a while yeah. ago. Yeah. All right. So what's this segment about? Well, um, yeah, Kyle Top Ten. You mm. know the title. So <laughs> Oh, yes. too well. Uh, in fact, I was a little apprehensive about doing this with you because <laughs> this is my first time actually sitting down and talking about Kayo with and Kayo Top 10, the program, with someone who's been on the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> Lena has never been. Um, oh, she's never been on Kayo Top 10? No, because it ended in uh, February of 1998. Oh. And her debut album came out in March. Wow. Yeah, so she missed out that window. And also, Stella's too young. John mm. Park's too young. So, oh, yeah. So yeah. it's just me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was always... I was this person uh, just tuning into KBS 2 TV every Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. to catch that live show. Man, you guys are lucky. You know why? Because uh, mm-hmm. right now, uh, you'd have to set your time and make sure you were home to watch it mm. or have somebody record it on yeah. a video, a tape recorder. But now you can just click yeah. on some TV where somebody has the file. Or, and yeah. seriously, if there was a drama on on another channel or something, there was only one TV at home, yeah. one remote. I have a sister. You got to fight. It's a battle. Yeah. It's uh, learning how to live your life, you know, in your house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And that's why on Wednesdays, I have to give up on the afternoon cartoons. Oh. Because that's, you know, I got to even it out with her. Oh, so, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. Anywho. So, yeah. Mm. we're uh, Kaya Top 10 is a segment that we do every Wednesday. And um, uh, I do a little bit of... Um, Actually, a lot of I try to give it a little bit of a variation because we, it started out as actually going through the charts oh, of yeah. the week, um, but then the, I exhausted that uh, resource really quickly. <laughs> well, actually, one of the things about I think charts, mm-hmm. there's a lot of hidden gems in there that actually yeah. don't hit the top ten. Exactly. Yeah. So after a while, I started digging through, you know, like what didn't uh, make the charts and uh, what other uh, stations were charting because they were different. 
somehow. Actually, another thing is, um, you know, nowadays when people make albums, it's like one song is a single, yeah. or if it's a lot, yeah. it's maybe like an EP with three to four songs. Mm-hmm. But back then, uh, we would actually take a whole year mm-hmm. to make maybe 12 songs. Right. And we just live it. Because, I mean, the way that w- the recording was done, mm-hmm. there wasn't any computers. Mm-hmm. You would be recording on tape mm-hmm. or maybe digital tape, but it's sort right, of right, similar. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's like now if you want to uh, do something, you just drag and bring it over to the next with copy, the, with right? With the cursor, with your mouse, mm-hmm. yeah. Back then, <laughs> you'd have to play and then play record here. So yep. everything was in real time. Uh-huh. Yeah, but those, I, I guess um, it's like a like a letter. You mm. know, when you had, when's the last time you've gotten, received a letter, handwritten? I actually got a handwritten Christmas card from our Pidinim. Wasn't it special? <laughs> it was very special. That was my only one this year, too. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, one of the things that we're losing in touch with is, I think, is that being able to wait right yeah because everything is just so fast Mm -hmm. but um i guess uh this section brings us back to that huh yeah so we take a look at you know some of the old not so hidden gems and hidden gems and uh uh you know like i try to kind of think of a theme nowadays because you know instead of sticking through charts i uh Go with the theme. Uh, so last week with John, uh, we talked about acapella music in the oh, 90s. Yeah. And you came up to solid, <laughs> had one song and the magic of the eight ball. Oh, yeah. And we talked about that uh, extensively. It was fantastic. <laughs> and also with Stella, I talked about, you know, older singer song, uh, female singer songwriters and oh. when that title first became used and so on and so forth. And today, I was actually going to go back to the charts for the first time in a while. Um, and initially, I was thinking about going back to May 31st of 1995. May 31st? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Was there that special day? Um, You don't remember? <laughs> mm, I'd have to think about it. From what I could tell, from what um, what I could dig up on the internet, that was the first time Solid was on Kyoto 10, the program. Oh. With Ivan Nekatejako. You know, the funny thing mm-hmm. is um, it was a little weird because at that time, mm-hmm. there was another broadcast station that liked their fast song. Mm. And so on that broadcast station, mm-hmm. we actually sang Namane Chingo, oh. my, my friend, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then on, on well, KBS, uh-huh. we pushed the ballad. So we oh. had two songs that were charting that were different. It was really That's weird. Interesting. Yeah. It must have been tough, though. But it looks like um, by 1996, a lot of bands, or a lot of artists were actually pushing several songs at the same time. I'll get to that in just a little oh, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But instead of May 31st, 1995, I decided to go with May 15th of 1996. I wonder, is there a reason for that? Really, you don't know? It's not my birthday. (laughs) No, it's not. But uh, that is the day when Solid won your first number one place on Kyoto Pen. With, well, it really wasn't your first and the last, but it was your first. Oh, for this song. Yeah, with the song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first album took a long time. We were. Record we uh, promoted a lot, but mm-hmm. the second out al- actually this would be the third, third album. album, right? Um, you know, you after you get a little more popular, mm-hmm. um, the release date is actually when the song you know sort mm. of comes out. So, yeah, uh, those are times back then. Yeah, mm. so I figured it would be nice to kind of have your personal trip back memory lane, um, back down memory lane, and uh, just listen to some of the songs that were performed on that day on Kyoto 10 because apparently <laughs> I was actually surprised to find uh, only five performers performed on that day. I found wow. out why later on but I was actually surprised because usually there are like eight or nine teams performing in, on any given show yeah. uh, but this day it was only five and I will tell you why eventually. And I have my theory also so we'll get through that okay, too. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Uh, but first off, we're gonna. It, this was the group that was uh, listed first in the list of performers for the day. So I'm mm-hmm. guessing they were the first to perform on the day. Um, and uh, it's REF with their song "Chalanan Sarang" or oh, "Brilliant yeah. Love." Oh, I remember REF. Of course, we all remember REF. They were basically supposed to be like our rivals, sort of. Yeah, like air quotes, big air quotes there, because yeah. so completely different, different genres. Just three but guys, exactly. Think, yeah, came and out then, similar time. And then you had Ijun Nim, who's yeah. you know narrating in a very baritone, soothing 
R&B groovy voice. Yeah. And then we had Lee Sung-wook here screaming his narration. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I'm kind of giving you all of you a heads up when we start the song that's when he starts screaming so oh. yeah heads up on that but <laughs> that's coming up in just a little bit to give you a little bit more of a background information on the group for those who may not know um trio we mentioned that we've already established that they debuted in march of 1995 and um as i mentioned there were artists who were promoting and pushing several songs at the same time around this time uh in the kayo industry and uh so they, in 1995, when they debuted with Koyosuge Wachim, they actually had a sequence. They had Koyosuge Wachim and then Ibeol Gongshik and then Sangshim. Mm. But then come second album, they wanted to just, you know, give it, give the entire album a push or something. So they uh, started out with the song Chalanan Sarang or Brilliant Love, which was subtitled Sangshim 2. So this yeah. was a sequel to their um, third album. Uh, promoted song in the from the first album but what they did was they uh, actually filmed the music video for two other songs as well and they were performing three different songs all at once well, i guess they just wanted to cash in right i that guess time. so yes, very smart <laughs> yeah so the album was called back to the black and uh chalanan sarang sangshim 2 was the official title track but another song that they pushed and did well with was mam sogul koroga um and hmm. as for their name uh rave effect rave effect that was what they said it was at first Mm-hmm. R-E-F, R dot E-F, actually, so yeah. rave effect. But by third album, they decided they didn't like it. So they kept R-E-F, but they decided to uh, change the meaning of it to rough, easy flavor. Rough, easy flavor. That's R-U-F-F. That is the first time I ever heard that in E-A-Z-Y my life. <laughs> so rough, easy well, according to your uh, information, mm-hmm. um, so they've actually took a year to come back also. That's true, too. So yeah. The timeline is just a little mm-hmm. different, I think. Because, yeah. I mean, like you mentioned, there are no singles. Yeah. They're just going to promote the entire album all at once and then take a year break yeah. and then come back. With, and that's why the comebacks were so huge back then. They were huge. Yes. Nowadays, I hear... Every like, two months. Exactly. They say yeah. it's a comeback. I'm like, where'd they go? Yeah, I remember <laughs> uh, I see groups and they've I've seen them with all these songs and mm-hmm. then they're like, it's still our first album. It's like, what? You've been out for five years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that happens yeah. all the time nowadays. It's yeah. kind of, I guess... I kind of feel old at the t- at times like that because it's like, but what happened to full length albums? Yeah, it was funny because um I actually I was actually listening to some LPs mm-hmm. and listening to the different sound quality, mm-hmm. and I could actually the that sound that comes from the LP. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds so different from the digital sound that you'll get from an MP3 or right. a digital uh, source, mm-hmm. where it sort of takes you back to that time when you sort of heard it. Exactly. So uh, here at Kyoto Ten is where we hear the LP sound the most because oh. I would sometimes bring in songs from the seventies, wow. and uh, well, you know we listen to songs by like uh, the Sessi Bone guys and blah blah blah, and we all hear the statics from the LPs. Oh yeah. And our listeners have dubbed it the barbecue grill sound in the background. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> wow. Anyhow, going back to REF and their song, Chalanan Sarang. So this song uh, w- made their first entry into the top tens uh, on this day, on May 31st of 1996. And they w- actually debuted in the top tens at number five. So that was a huge leap they took um, from, I believe it was... I know it was actually their first time in the chart, so they debuted at number five, which was a huge. It deal. makes sense because uh, they were selling albums, and mm-hmm. then there was also uh, the ARS where mm, you call in, right? And also with all the magazines and mm. just radio play also. Mm-hmm. So, oh, magazines! Yes, you know, with bromides and everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Who, you're like, when was the last time you bought a magazine? Right. <laughs> <sighs> Good question. Yeah, Unless man. it has a good gift coming with it, I don't think I, I would buy Actually, it. Actually, I have a story about magazines I yeah? can tell you later. Oh, later? Okay. Oh, well, yeah. let's, Whenever. Yeah. Well, let's listen to the song then. And, uh, uh, well, well, I guess I could talk about the lyrics a little bit, too. That's great. Um, it's a, it's a um, breakup song, but the guy's basically saying that I'll let you leave. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of taking the easy way out, it feels like. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, he's saying that you are saying that you can even love my misfortunes, but that's, a, that's too much of a burden for me. So I'll let you go. And uh, I understand. And uh, we'll never meet again. I'll be forever sad. But this is my Brantley in love. I'm going blind. Bye bye. <laughs> so it's actually, I'll let, uh, um, I'll let you. I, I'm going to let you go. Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah. Uh, one of the lines in here is like, "Molly, uh, molly, tonajo." Please mm. go far, far away from me so that I can't stop you. Yeah, when somebody's far away, you can't. Exactly. Um, and him, yeah. the screaming part, which once again, I'm giving you guys a warning. He's going to scream. And he's gonna, the words that he's going to scream is, I was never any help to you. That's how the song begins. Mm. So. Typical bad boy. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, um, he's going to scream. And I don't really care for screaming guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one of the things we learn in life is uh, actually there's not many reasons to scream. Yeah, good point. But we learn through the movies that everybody screams. Yeah. I mean, hmm. the only place you should scream is at concerts. Or at um, like an amusement park. Yeah. Oh, good point. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been there in a while. <laughs> um, yeah, I think uh, so we should listen to the song now and then maybe I will tell you a little bit more about... Uh, there's a funny story I found, so I'll oh, tell you. Yeah, yeah I'll I want to hear it. That. I want to hear it. Let's go ahead and hear REF's Chalanan Sarang, Brilliant Love. All right, we just heard REF with Chalanan uh, Sarang, Brilliant Love. Told you, he screams. Mm. And the funny part, that I, the funny story I found that I wanted to share with you is that the screaming bit was actually supposed to go to Song Daehyun. Oh. But he said he couldn't do it because his hands and feet were just like cringe. Like he, he just couldn't get himself to do it. I get it. Yeah, like he, I guess you had to put on a persona or like a facade and be an actor on stage, but maybe Song Dae-yong couldn't really pull that off. So, yeah, you have to actually act that, right? Yeah, and uh, I mean, I wouldn't be able to, but uh, Song who knows? Maybe I wouldn't be able to step on the stage. Period. <laughs> you never know what you could do when you have to. Uh, this is, this segment is not about me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, so yeah, uh, the screaming voice we ended up hearing was Lee sang who is also the main <laughs> vocalist. That was the funny part. Oh. And uh, we're going to move on to the other perform. I don't think they were the second. I still think second- you can do it. <laughs> just think, just don't limit yourself and just think about that for a day. I don't want to think, I, wanna, I don't want to spend a day thinking about yeah, the possibility. This <laughs> I think you can do that. Oh, what's wrong? <sighs> Come on. I'm going to put my foot down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Yeah, we're, we have to move on before sadness comes. I because, know, oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah, the next one I have. Sadness is coming. <laughs> yeah, it's 슬퍼지려 하기 전에, or Before Sadness Comes by Cool. Oh, that's a famous song. Of yeah. course. And uh, I don't think they were the second performer. I don't, I, I think... Uh, well, if the order I saw was right, they were not. They were the third performers, um, and they were not even in the top ten. Mm. And that means I don't know which song they performed. <laughs> I know who wow. performed, but I don't know which song they performed. But my guess was "슬퍼지려 하기 전에" because "작은 기다림," the title track of their second album, was in the top ten until the first week of April. Mm. And 슬퍼지려 하기 전에 was in the top 10 starting the first week of June. Yeah. So I'm guessing this is around the time. So the third week of May was around the time they started uh, promoting their follow-up, which was 슬퍼지려 하기 전에. And actually they had a member change. Yes. For the second album, uh, they started out uh, with four members, three guys and one girl, but uh, they uh, ended up 
um, this or two of the members, including the one the one girl, uh, decided to leave the group after the promotion of their first album. So um, that's how we ended up with the trio that we know and still love that's today. That's right. That's when Yuri came in, right? That's yeah. right. And that's the first album we get to hear her voice in. And uh, they're not only did they get a member change, but they also had a drastic change in terms of their musical styles as well. Because the first album, uh, the title track of the first album, anyway, was written by one of the members who left the group. Oh. Yeah. So uh, for the first album, they were going for like coolness, as in being suave and you know, like a little hip hoppy. Yeah, hip hoppy, yeah. a little. They said jazzy. I didn't really hear it, but you know, they they promoted hip hop and jazz as their uh, staple. Um, and back then. Uh, they were using the word cool to mean, you know, hip. Oh. But uh, today, I think we associate the group with the coolness, like the coldness, oh. like chilliness, because okay. they are our staple summer group. Right? Oh, yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, They're very famous for their summer songs. Exactly. Yeah. But this album was actually released in October. So this is before they started promoting themselves as their as a summer group. Mm. And after this album, they actually released a 2.5th album in the summertime. And mm. then I think that's around the time. Um, I, mm, was the 2.5th album or the third album? It's around there they released Hebe on Eoin. So actually, maybe uh, they realized that they found uh, what they were looking for. Yeah. So uh, instead of hip hop, they, they decided to go a little more poppy. And mm. that really worked, and that became really summery, and I think that's why they decided, you know what, let's go with summer songs. I mean, that's a great market, to tell you the truth. I mean, you know, like when Christmas comes, mm-hmm. you're always going to hear uh, Mariah Carey's yeah, All yeah. I Want from Christmas. And yeah, every right. summer we hear Heaven Ayoin by Cole. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, and uh, this song was actually not their original track, but it was a cover of, actually, remake is a better word, I think, of... Uh, of the song of the same title that was initially performed by an artist by the name of Che Sunwon, who was part of the group uh, Marunye. I didn't know that. Now you do. Wow, learning yeah. new things every day. And that original song was a uh, rather slow and kind of. Dum. Not even. It didn't have any grooviness. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't have. It have no just groove. Pets. It was, yeah, it was just straight up ballad. It was palladu. Wow. Not even ballad, but palladu. But like, like five minutes, huh? <laughs> yeah, actually, like four minutes and thirty six seconds or something. Yeah. Uh, but they decided to speed it up and uh, add a lot of rhythm and beats to it, and a bit of a, a actually a stanza of rap in there too, and uh, made it their own. And even today. People think this is a cool song, not a Chesonon song, right? Exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just when you think of cool, you think of this song. Yeah. You know? Well, why don't we go ahead and hear it? We have uh, Cool's Supojido Hagijane Before Sadness Comes. Come check out the wicked inspiration vibe and the jungle side. I'm getting wicked and mad. Understand me, man. All right, that was cool with Surpojido Hagijane before sadness comes, and you're listening to OFD's very own Kyo Top 10. All right, uh, what's our next song? Now, you had a guess or you had a theory as to why there were only five performers on the show on yes, this particular yes, yes, day. Yes. May I ask what your theory was? Well, I'll, I'll tell you a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time, around mm-hmm. the n- mid 90s, um, mm-hmm. The songs were very long. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a song, Iba Me Kutu Japko, right? And it was five minutes and five seconds long. Uh-huh. But uh, we realized that no PD would ever put this on. <laughs> so on the <laughs> album cover, we wrote four minutes and 59 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> where, where did the six seconds come from? <laughs> and the funny thing is, mm-hmm. uh, usually they would actually only release ballads in the winter. Right. But we actually did this in summer because we, ah. we started promoting like like early, like maybe like February. Mm-hmm. And by the time it got popular, it was in summer. Right. And it was five minutes. And we didn't cut it. And we sang a five-minute, five-second song on TV. And I'm looking ah. at them, man, that's some, some crazy people, right? <laughs> and I guess maybe because you, you could put like, sometimes they would cut your songs. Right. They put like three groups up there. Huh. 
So oh. I think when when you're top ten, they want to hear the like the right, full right, version, right. and maybe oh. that's why there were only five singers. Hmm, that is a good theory, but that doesn't explain why there were you know instead of eight or nine people, there were only five people. Hmm, maybe they had a lot of commercials. It's a live. Sh- <laughs> it's an hour long live show. Uh, okay, so what happened was... Somebody's got to get paid, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, this man was getting paid a lot, it seems, because oh, yeah. Mr. Shin Sung-un had decided to make a make his comeback oh, yeah. with his fifth album, and he sang four songs. Yeah. He hogged the stage. What That's what call, happened. It's called... Um, yeah, it's, it's just called... Um, Seniority. <laughs> yeah, you can do whatever you want when you're that famous. <laughs> yeah, when you're a Shin Sung-un, you can do a lot of things. Uh, so yeah, the, uh, the program actually decided to give him his comeback bude. Oh, so, like that was his a comeback Comeback thing, special, so, yeah. yeah. So he sang uh, the songs off of his fifth album, including Unmyeong, Destiny, 내 방식 도래의 사랑. And uh, he actually um, added on a little bit of 처음 그 느낌처럼 from his third album on there, oh. just because it was, you know, around, it, like, it shared the beat or something. Yeah. And then he sang the title track to his fifth album, which was 나보다 조금 더 높은 곳에 네가 있을 뿐. Well, I'll take you one thing about Long. I mean, he's always been known to uh, make Long titles. Titles, yes. I'm like, you have to take a breath in between that. Yep. <laughs> That's a lot of spaces in between the characters there. Uh, and, of course, the English title, official title for that would be You're Just at a Higher Place Than Me. So, obviously, because it was his comeback show, the song was not in the top 10 just yet. Um, but I believe it did go on to reach the top um, eventually. And this album was his uh, first time doing everything on his own. Like, he produced it, he wrote all the songs, he wrote all the lyrics, and um, I wouldn't be surprised if he mixed it himself. Um, and uh, the song itself... Um, Initially, well, up until recently when I started doing research on the song, I was a little meh about the song Mm -hmm. because it was too dramatic, basically because he's singing to a loved one who's gone, who's passed away, because the higher place means heaven. And bold of him to assume it's just a little higher, but um, yeah. Or yeah. you're just just way better than I am. Yeah, that that <laughs> would be another translation. Yep, you're just like uh, everything about you is just. I'm oh, not on your class. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. What 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 made me kind of iffy about the song was because I wonder if it's around this time in the Korean hist- Korean pop culture history when all the main characters or their you know, love interests in dramas all died off. Oh, yeah. You know, every, someone had to die in the dramas and apparently in songs, too, right? So... Well, you know, the way they used to promote it was through videos and yeah. everything, so... Yeah, so it, songs Somebody's were dramatic. Die. Yeah, songs were very dramatic, and yeah. I just thought he wrote the song for, you know, that dramatic effect. But uh, as I was doing the research, I did find out that he had recently, as he was writing the song, he had just recently lost his grandmother. Oh. So this song was in part dedicated to his grandmother, and also he was uh, also thinking of Kim Sung-jae of Deuce, who had passed away not so long before oh, yeah. as well. So the song had a lot more layers than I thought. So with that uh, information, I guess I gained a little bit of a added uh, appreciation for the song. I mean, the song itself is fantastic because, you know, it's Shin Sung-un. It, he's the emperor of ballads in Korea, right? So In his prime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. I mean, yeah. he still hasn't really relinquished that position. So. Well, it's, it, you know, everybody has their time, right? That's true. You know, like yeah. Michael Jordan. You will say he's great, but, you know, Kobe's really good. And yeah. he's like right in LeBron. Mm. Just like everybody's there. But um, this is, um, I think, uh, the major time when his influence over the music industry. Mm. And that's, I think, what I'm trying to mm-hmm. say. And uh, I think you are right on because, uh, so... There's this term called 별들의 전쟁, mm-hmm. the War of the Stars. Yes. And uh, that was 1996. And that was that term was used to describe the music industry at the time. And Solid was actually at the helm of it. But I'll get to that <laughs> in just a little bit. But um, critics did make note that even during the War of, uh, war of Stars, Shin Sung-un was able to keep his uh, reign oh, as yeah, the emperor. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just goes to show how powerful his position had been at the time. Oh, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't we go ahead and uh, listen to Shin Sung-un's song. It's 나보다 조금 더 높은 곳에 네가 있을 뿐. You're just at a higher place than me.
비주설 나보다 조금 더 높은 곳에 네가 있을 뿐. Uh, you're just at a higher place than me by Shin Sung Hoon. Listener Lahab82 sent in five crying emojis. Wow. Actually, this is a um, very emotional song. It's been a while since I've listened to it, and it's mm-hmm. actually um, more of a beautiful type of uh, just feeling. You know, mm-hmm. like, um, not like I'm just so heartbroken that I want to, like, just mm-hmm. quit it all, but right. more of like. You know, just allowing the tears to fall from your yeah, face. Yeah, the lyrics actually do say, you know, I'm, I'm, you're not here anymore, but yeah. I will move on. I will go on. And I think for me, as I mentioned earlier, when I just thought it was, you know, drama, I didn't really appreciate it much. But now that I know that this song is more about his grandmother than just, you know, dramatic effect, it's, it holds another meaning. And it sounds a little different. Because that's too. the beautiful thing of music. Sometimes at this place, it seems like this. Mm-hmm. And then it, if I listen to it at my, at my house, mm-hmm. it sounds like this. But then if I'm somewhere else mm-hmm. in a different environment, it's like, whoa. Yeah. I never thought about that song this way. Right. Know? Another thing for me, these speakers are awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So they, sound com- they make songs sound completely different from when I listen to them in my room. Yeah. So. People don't actually know they're... Um, a certain brand. Yeah. We won't promote them. No, yeah. <laughs> they don't need any promotion. <laughs> They're really good, really yeah. good. Moving on. Uh, so uh, we have two more performers who performed on Kyotop 10 on May 15th of 1996. And the second to the last one I'm going to I'm gonna talk about is Panic with their song Taipengi or Snail, which was not their debut song. That's right. Mm-hmm. They had a faster song. That was their follow-up, actually. So they, well, yeah, Amudo is Winston faster, Jabi. too. Winston Jabi was the follow-up. Their t- really? The title track was Amudo. And, uh, How come I didn't know that? Because Amudo <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was That was hey, their joke, that too. That was the joke. Yeah, that was the joke. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so they debuted in 1995 with the song Amudo, No One Really Knew, and then they moved on to Wen Sonjabi, which had a little bit of a follow-up. See, that's the other broadcast station where I heard it, because ah. they liked fast music. Where are you saying Ramanichi? Ramanichi, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, so apparently it was the fans who wanted them to perform Taipengi mm-hmm. on, live, on live. So uh, that's what they did, and then it just got picked up and um, yeah they went on to uh, become a number one contender on this week uh, that was because they the song was at number one for three weeks until it was taken over by Sojiwan's Denumurmoa in the first week of May so yeah. it stayed up in the top five for quite a while Yeah, and uh, apparently this song on May 15th this song um, or at May 1st rather uh, this song became the first song or the last song released in 1995 to hit number one in 1996 mm. so that also shows how long songs stayed on the charts at the yeah, time yeah and if you look at his hair it's all like uh, Coolio yeah Coolio, Coolio. <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> why didn't I connect that I was just thinking Songe. <laughs> Like sea urchin. Anyway. um, (laughs) So Panic is a duo consisting of the guy with the coolio hair, Lee Jok, and uh, Kim Jin-pyo, who is a rapper who you will not hear on their first album because apparently he became a part of the group after the recordings were done. Oh. Yeah, so... But he plays saxophone. Exactly. So what happened was Lee Jok had already kind of... He was wrapping up his recordings for uh, his solo album but then he invited Kim Jin-pyo to uh, be a part of the group mm-hmm. and then Kim Jin-pyo was like oh, what am I going to do you're done recording uh, so whenever they went on live shows he would bring a saxophone and he would play in the uh, in the um, not intros well sometimes middle. intros <laughs> and in the middle yeah <laughs> so that's why there's a random saxophone in there good thing that he knew how to play an instrument right yeah um, good, good thing he actually played yeah Mess. Yeah. yeah, very good. And uh, come uh, second album, he was, you know, rapping away. Oh, yeah. He found his niche. Yep. Um, but apparently Panic was not really happy with the fame Tarpingi was getting because that was not the style that they wanted. Mm-hmm. That, you know, they just had the song. That's more Ijok style, I guess. But that's not uh, the 
panic style that they were gonna um, you know promote but all the broadcasters and all the all the industry watchers and critics were like well we want another Taipei just turn out turn out another Taipei yeah but Get, panic we like it this is what sells exactly. yeah. but panic being panic they didn't really listen they just went ahead and did their second album with Noop and that was another yeah. fan favorite too so mm. yeah and Isaac's still you know singing away and yeah, Kim Jin-pyo's yeah. just driving away so. yeah he's driving and yeah. doing um, racing and everything yeah uh, but yeah this ended up being the least panic-like song um, <laughs> but you know their first number one hit well you know everybody has to have a hit song where people this is basically what people rem- remember them by you know yeah. just regular people yeah so that's a great song. So mm-hmm. why don't we go ahead and hear Talpengi, uh, a snail by Panic. That was Talpengi, snail by Panic. All right, uh, I think we got time for one more song, do we? Yeah, and uh, I think I kind of gave away the hint oh. earlier on. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely not your first song or the last song. Oh, yeah, it's but, one of those songs. Yeah, but uh, it's 넌 나의 처음이자 마지막이야, or You Are My First and Last by Solid. And this was the day that the song became a number one at Kaya Top 10. Wow. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> like, really belated, but <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> yeah, I know, that was a little late there, yeah. but it's like some people are like, I wasn't born then, so... <laughs> this is the first time I'm really having a full-on conversation with you, so... I know, wow, um, thank you. But yeah, I, I was definitely born then, and mm. I was watching, I believe, and uh, to jog your memory a little, I did a little bit of digging and found that on stage, mm-hmm. uh, there was a disco ball, above your head and the stage was kind of styled like a cave a rock cave for some mm. reason and the the majority of the lights were blue on you oh. and the three of you were wearing a, a matching beige summer suits with stripes yeah and uh Ijun Ijun-nim yeah. I, I feel awkward so just saying his name um he was wearing a giant white collar shirt it has really, it had really giant collars um, yeah. with uh, giant blazers, um, and he was wearing a newsboy hat. Oh yeah! And Tong Jae-yun-nim was wearing sunglasses with shirt and vest. And uh, actually, uh, I'm not sure if that show had the guitar, but he had the guitar. Oh, okay. He had a bright highlighter yellow guitar. And I was like, why'd you have to get a yellow one? <laughs> <laughs> He, I saw him carrying it in a lot of other shows too. Yeah, but, so yeah. that was the signature mm. Ivan's guitar. Yeah, because uh, oh, that's the that's the show. And, yeah, that's uh, it right there. Yeah, yeah, he he did not carry a cane on that day. Yeah, he wanted to break away from that part ah. because it just seemed like uh, too many questions of is your leg okay? <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> and then there you are yeah. with your no shirt. Yeah. Just the vest and the yeah. and the blazer and the seashell necklace. Oh yeah, and the signature goatee, which yeah. you're still su- supporting today. Yeah, mm. it's, you know I got a funny story about that. The goatee, or yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have it. Oh, it, it actually when I moved to Korea, uh-huh. uh, the water was different, and I don't know what happened. I started to get this little goatee. I'm like, hey, what's oh, so what? it started growing it once you moved to. Yeah, Korea. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the water. Or maybe you were just at that age. You Around were, what, 20? 20, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was sh- shaving my mustache, but oh. yeah, it was weird. That's so cool. I, I mean, yeah. I would not know anything about facial hair, so... Yeah, <laughs> and it's funny because at this time, um, as I had this... Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people would call in and say mm-hmm. a lot of their boyfriends are trying to grow mm-hmm. their their facial hair mm-hmm. because of me. Mm-hmm. And could you please shave it off because <laughs> uh, we don't like it. It looks you, we like you with it, but we don't want like our boyfriends with it. Yeah, not a lot of Korean men can pull it off. Yeah, uh, maybe I'm making a lot of enemies right now. I don't know, but um, but nowadays I think it's okay as long mm-hmm. as not just the few hairs that come out. Yeah, that's the thing though. A lot of not just Korean, but a lot of my Asian friends back in Canada too. Um, they just didn't have enough. Maybe they just weren't old enough. Oh, good point. Yeah. Good point. 
Ding, ding, ding. Hey. <laughs> a lot of light bulbs coming on. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, uh, you, as I mentioned, Solid uh, basically started, kicked off the War of Stars or 별들의 전쟁 um, with your third album released in April. And then you were followed by REF and Shin Sungun. And uh, of course, Yoon Jong-shin and Jeollame were kind of in the minor league at the time. Um, they were not considered one of the big guns at the time. It was, I think, the difference between radio mm. versus TV. Might uh, be right. We were actually doing a lot of uh, radio at the beginning, mm-hmm. and um, that's where our songs got popular. Mm-hmm. But then they got so popular that we transformed. We started doing TV a little right. later, uh-huh. and that's when the whole world, like all of Korea, got to see who we were. And the funny thing is, mm-hmm. they thought I was the rapper. Oh, <laughs> and they thought John was uh, Lee Jun was uh-huh. the singer. Ah, and they're like, why is why is that rapper singing? That's weird. Like, why would they have that stereotype? Because I look a little more, like, manly. Oh. And I'd be the with the deep voice. <laughs> right? And then John looks like more of the pretty boy style. Uh-huh. So he would be the singer. That's what they thought. No one thought Jung jae would do anything. <laughs> well, he, you know, always came out with the guitar or, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, the sunglasses. I mean, and, I mean, he's the songwriter, so. He also always had sunglasses, mm-hmm. so you couldn't really focus into his eyes. Right. Was mm. that his, uh, his design? Yeah, I think he did it on purpose so he oh. could just go around so nobody could uh, recognize him so or he could just him, really. <laughs> have fun and do everything he That's wanted to. <laughs> smart. Uh, but yeah, of course, uh, the war went on and uh, out came Clone and then Rula had Nalgeir and Chansa. So basically, 1996 was a huge year and uh, oh, Turbo did a comeback around that time too. So, um, But yeah, again, this is the song. Don Nai Chomiza Majimagya is basically what kicked off the war in 1996. Yeah, uh, lots of memories from back then. Mm-hmm. Um, it was to the point where nowadays there's um, so many different kinds of media outlets, mm-hmm. right? You have, um, you know, many things. But back then, um, when you come out, that's when everybody, we, we do 20 shows a day. Oh, we, do, we do 20 shows a day. Uh, maybe I would say like uh, five or six shows a day, mm-hmm. do our part, leave. But then we'd have like 15 interviews during oh, those shows so uh-huh. we'd go back and forth and back and forth and then right after that at this time sometimes we had concerts mm-hmm. where we had to go so we'd have to practice starting at 2 a.m oh yeah 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 finish yeah. at four go home for two hours be up by seven and uh we'd have a hundred fans outside oh. knocking on door to visit us before school it was a little bit of um i would say headache back then uh-huh. but um it was a special time i mean it must feel quite different now when you're looking back. Actually, it was funny because I remember the first place that I stayed. Uh-huh. It was in Chamshir. Mm-hmm. That's why in Solid's uh, uh, song, Chamshir no mudo Chamshi, right? <laughs> but uh, I didn't speak Korean too well, so <laughs> I was always called the taxi, yeah, Chamshir, do that, right? <laughs> so when I sang it, it was like, yeah, that's fine, right? <laughs> and then I just realized, it was Chamshi, not Chamshir, but that's where I place I went to it, and now it's gone, and it's uh, a big hospital now. Oh, wow. Yeah, mm. and I was like, oh, sad. I wanted to see the old building. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it happens all the time, I guess. Yeah, so people would always say, hey, who did you who did you kill in Chamshir? Like, what are you talking about? Chamshir no mudo Means I'm going to bury you in Chamshir. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sorry. Uh, that's my fault. Uh, bad pronunciation. I mean, I think it's endearing. I think it's... A huge part of what solid songs are now. So, you know, it's, it's again, endearing. It's perfect as it is. And uh, going back to Don Nai Chamiza Majimagya, though, I saw that the song's lyrics were actually written by Igonu. Oh, yes. Yeah, who wrote Amuru Pati. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, he actually wrote a lot of, tr- like, really big trot songs. And that's why uh, he apparently wrote over 1,200 songs. Yeah. Um, but um, I thought it was really interesting how a uh, master of trot lyrics came up with these wonderful words. When he originally made the lyrics, mm-hmm. of, I mean, they were good. Mm-hmm. I knew they were good. Mm-hmm. But... um. At that time, my Korean wasn't really that good, so I just mm. memorized the songs. Yeah. And I recently, I would say in the last couple of years, had a request to sing at one of my um, close little brother's mm. wedding. And his wife loved the song, mm. so I actually sang it for the first time in a couple of years. And as I was, it took me back. Mm-hmm. 
And as I was singing, I was like, man, this is the best wedding song ever. It's a beautiful song. And um, I was like, man. <laughs> it's funny that you would realize that as you're singing it at a wedding. <laughs> no, you, you when you're singing, sometimes it... Every song changes when you're singing mm-hmm. sometimes. And I think that's the beauty of music, mm-hmm. especially as a singer. I can sing the same song today, but it depends on who's here mm-hmm. and who's listening and how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it comes out very sad or something. It's just, <gasps> it's just, it just has that thing. That's, that's really something that I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Liz, uh, for taking the time today. It was just so much fun. I'm glad you I wish it. I could be here more, but oh. um, thank you for today. And let's go ahead and uh, finish today. Uh, I'll say goodbye also. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful day today. Stay warm. And we're going to close today's uh, show with Solids. 넌 나의 처음이자 마지막이야.